All right, folks, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast, where we bring you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel, and today we've got a great episode for you with Emily Washkovic of Yelp. Hi, Emily. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me, Jamie. Really excited to be here. I am going to go out on a limb, Emily, and say that pretty much everyone is familiar with Yelp, but... Uh, let's let's cover our bases here. Let's do an intro. Tell us a short little bit about Yelp, then we'll get into and dig into online reviews. Absolutely. So Yelp is a platform that connects people with great local businesses. I happen to be on the business side, so business.yelp.com or Yelp for business owners. And what that is, is predominantly a suite of free tools that allow business owners to put the information about who they are and what they do online and also allows them to connect with customers so they can reply to reviews, they can post information about their business, the offerings they have, the menu items they serve, and really just use that platform as a way to talk to their customer base digitally and get in front of diners who are in their local area searching for what they provide. Yeah. Yeah. So um appreciate that. And I, it's going to be fun to dig in because I saw one of the quotes just in preparing for today that was in the PR folks or whatever. It was, don't fear the review. Don't fear the review. You want it. You want to encourage it. The feedback process can all be beneficial. So let's, let's start from that process there. I know folks have to manage their account. They have to be able to get in and touch it. You, you take it off and I'll just kind of ping back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think the biggest thing is that there are tons of misconceptions or fears when it comes to reviews for a lot of business owners. And that normally circles around the fear of the critical, right? Thinking that a lot of consumers turn to an online platform when they're upset. But on Yelp, over 75% of our reviews are neutral to positive. And there are more five-star reviews than one, two, and three-star reviews combined. So I always tell my business owners, you're really missing out on a ton of opportunity if you're focused in and fearful of the negative. But of course, you want to have a strategy in place for if you get a critical review and how to handle it. And really, positive or negative, all online reviews are an opportunity for you to reflect your customer service practices. So I always remind business owners that just over 50% of consumers expect a response when they write an online review. And so with that being said, by simply not having a strategy or not replying to reviews in general, you're letting down half of your customer base. And when it comes to a critical review, I need business owners to understand that consumers are smart, right? They don't necessarily just look at a critical review and think, okay, this business is bad. They look at it from the perspective of maybe this consumer's needs weren't met or they had different expectations than what they experienced. And so by responding to reviews and having an active role in that online reputation, you can really show customers that you care about their feedback, that you want to hear it directly should they come to your business and have some concerns of their own. And also it shows that you take that consumer perspective into consideration when you run your business. The other thing I need to tell business owners about reviews is all of the opportunity and having a strategy for responding to the positive. So again, getting bogged down in the critical and getting worried about your strategy if you get a negative review is great. You want to be prepared. But not engaging with the positive reviews is this huge missed opportunity. And the reason there is someone who took the time to write a positive review for your business clearly spent money at your business and really enjoyed it. 
needed. So by replying to them and keep it simple, it doesn't need to be this lengthy, detailed response, but thank them for sharing their experience and maybe welcome them back another time. That can really deepen that relationship and make that advocate for your brand be more um promotional, if you will, about your business in other ways. So beyond just writing that review, telling friends or family, sharing your business on social media, these are all activities that we see consumers do when business owners are more engaged with that online presence and actually responding and replying to all of the feedback that they get digitally. I, I was writing some notes there and I specifically wrote down the, the part about the positive stuff because you, you see your tendency is to see a positive review and go, oh, good. That's great. I'm glad they said something nice about me and, and skip over it and not and not reply. So I really like you layering in that idea of then further engaging with them, thanking them and, and, and so forth, because we're all worried about the bad review. And that's that's where the, the focus is. Right. So the bad review comes in. First, there's the, there's the gut instinct. First of all, like, oh, I hate that someone just just give me a bad review. Getting past that instinct, replying, what are some strategies and tips there? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is acknowledging that it's emotional, being okay with that upset feeling when you first get it, but then reminding yourself that we're going to need to remove that emotion before we respond strategically. Mm. And the reason there is because we're the professional in this scenario, right? We're going to be the one taking the high road. We're going to be the one using this critical review to show who we are. So instead of getting into the nitty gritty of what they're complaining about, anytime you respond to a critical review, I want you to think of it as strategic. So start by thanking the reviewer. Thank you, Emily, so much for sharing your experience. Even if you don't feel like you want to thank them, that's a great way to start. Then mention something that they mentioned in their review. What I don't want you to do is to get into every little detail and get into a back and forth dialogue with the reviewer. The public response is simply to show that you read, you care about, and you want to resolve this issue. So you can then address the item that they mentioned or one item they mentioned, and then take the conversation offline. So whether you're providing them with an email address or a phone number to get in touch with you, or writing that you sent them a direct message to chat further. And I want to point out that while that is a great potential outcome of responding to a critical review, getting that customer to talk through it with you and potentially even updating their review, that's not truly your goal when you respond. You're responding to reflect who you are as a business and the fact that you care about this feedback, positive or negative. The last thing I would say when it comes to responding is maybe you're not the sole person doing that work. So maybe you're writing a response and someone on your team is reading it or checking it over to make sure it sounds professional before it goes up. But timeliness is of the essence. I recommend businesses shoot to respond within about 24 hours. Now, if you haven't responded historically to a series of reviews you've gotten, I recommend different timelines of how far to go back, kind of depending on your business, the quantity that you have on your listing, etc. So we can dig into that if you want. But as a firsthand strategy, remove the emotion, be strategic in your response so that you're not getting into the nitty gritty, you're just addressing and then taking it offline and make sure to involve a team member or collaborator if you need some help deciding what that ultimate response is going to look like.
Yeah, that's a really good sequence of tips uh, to address it. I wrote, I wrote all that stuff down. The part about the team member is good. The part about timeliness is good. I was going to ask you, that was kind of the next question that was in my head about, about timeliness. When I write the review as the consumer, I'm thinking, man, I would love to get immediate feedback. And certainly if I don't hear within a, in a day, I start to be like, ah, oh, they don't care. So what, and that's a good guideline. Do you see folks being even more time sensitive? Four hours, two hours, 30 minutes, like what, what? I like 24 hours, but is there even a sweeter spot, you think? Yeah. So, I mean, when we're talking about restaurants specifically, that's some pretty immediate feedback that's mm. typically coming in, right? So urgency and timeliness is even more important in that circumstance. And I think really what you need to do is you need to look at your operation and set realistic expectations for yourself. So, you know, if you have managers on staff that are working certain hours, closing, maybe you have it in their checklist to check those items before they close for the evening. See if anything new came in. Same with the early morning in the shift, right? When you're kicking off a new day, did anything come through from the evening prior or the weekend prior? So having the checking be a part of your process is important. I think the best way to do that is to turn on your notifications. So on Yelp, you can have notifications for any review. I know other review sites have that as well. And we actually have a mobile app for business owners. So mm -hmm. I recommend everyone download that helps you respond in a little bit more timely fashion. But really, I want you to be realistic with your operation. If you're telling your managers they only have four hours to respond and that's causing some undue stress on their other job requirements, sure. four hours isn't going to make a difference much between 24, in my opinion. But I do think that having it as a plan, being aware that you want to be checking in or getting those notifications to prompt you to get started. Now, the other thing I want to point out is it would be better to wait a little longer and talk to the team member involved in the critical feedback mm -hmm. than to just reply generically, right? So I think that's a part of the timeliness as well. How can you communicate with your team or whoever needs to be involved in the conversation about what might have gone down or what went wrong? And then how can you make that reply look like it is with the intent of getting back to them and actually having a dialogue? Right. I... Well, you, you keep jumping. You're doing great because you're answering questions before I ask them. I was going to ask about the notifications because you want to know how they're coming in in terms of how to respond. I love the idea slash suggestion of putting it on your checklist of operation, whether when you close and when you open somebody, somebody's job is to systematize that and do it and check it so that it gets done. It has a big check mark at the end of the day. So that is a great, a great tip as well. Let's go to uh, real quickly the topic of stars, right? Four stars, five stars. Uh, you see the literature out there from you, whether it's you folks or other folks. A restaurant that has X number of stars gets more positive business than Y number of stars. What uh, what what do you see there? How do you how do folks increase their stars? What do you got? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is. Five-star reviews are often focusing on things like incredible customer service, delicious food, right? It is about the experience happening in the four walls of your business. So that's the first and most influential way to influence your online reputation, right? Do those things in your business that are memorable to your customer. Create experiences worth reviewing. But I think the other element there is really being mindful of the fact that Consumers are smart. 
And if they're looking at a business page that has a couple hundred reviews, it would be more odd for them to be all five-star than to have some critical feedback in them, right? And that is something you need to keep in mind. There's tons of studies done that show perfect five-star pages don't necessarily perform better than, say, a four-star or four-and-a-half-star page. And the reason for that is that critical reviews can build trustworthiness in some instances. Like we mentioned before, your establishment isn't made for everyone right? You might be willing to serve food to everyone, but maybe your price point isn't on par with what some people are looking for. Maybe the venue or the ambiance isn't really their vibe. And so you want to make sure that instead of focusing on having a perfect five-star page, you're focusing on reflecting who you are and what you do. So really doubling down when a customer writes about a service or an offering that you want to be mentioned for. And then also reflecting who you are when it doesn't line up. So let me give a quick example of that. I used to work with a tapas restaurant in the Bay Area, and their owner was very business focused. He hadn't been in the restaurant world prior to opening the establishment. And when they first opened, they had a menu item that was three jumbo meatballs for $15. After a couple of months, they changed it and they let you order meatballs a la carte. So as many as you'd like, $5 a pop. They started getting some reviews about how expensive these meatballs were. They switched it back to the other style, which is the exact same price, just a different way of marketing it, and they stopped getting that feedback. Now, on the flip side, when that business would get some reviews about being expensive in general, they would reply strategically and point out that they're a farm-to-table restaurant, so their prices are going to be a little bit higher than some other establishments for that reason. And what that does is it helps validate who they are. It reinforces for customers that want to spend on that additional farm-to-table experience, and it also turns away people who maybe didn't understand that was having an impact on price point. So when you get a critical review, I think it's more important to look at it for insights about your business. Are they having an experience or an expectation that doesn't line up with what you're trying to provide? Or did they just have a different expectation than what your business provides? And so remember that a negative review is not the end-all be-all. It's not what's going to turn a consumer away. But a negative review without a response from your business, that's a big red flag for a consumer. And that might be a reason that they don't visit the establishment because of that critical review. Does right. that make sense? It does. Good stuff there. Yeah, I, I like I like the example that you rolled through, giving some insights into what it's really a pointer. Hey, you're doing this wrong. You're not satisfying me. So it's an opportunity to listen and and to adjust. Talk Something about, else, Jamie, real quick is I also want business owners to look at positive reviews to gain insights as well. Mm -hmm. So criticism isn't the only place to learn about yourself. Maybe you're learning about a competitive advantage you have that you weren't even trying to have, right? right. I think bathrooms are a great example at restaurants. You know, you don't open your restaurant to have the best bathroom, but a lot of customers look at bathroom cleanliness as an indicator of business cleanliness. Maybe you have some cool decor in there. And if customers are mentioning those techniques, Types of things in their review, it might be something you want to lean more into. Right. So look at those reviews as a way to gain insights, both on what you could do better and what you're doing really well already. Yeah, I was recently in two Instagram-worthy bathrooms, uh, as a side note, but uh, we, we were like, should I take a photo? This place is neat. But no, I did not take any photos and I did not post any photos, and that's not what I did. But but it's a talking point. So yeah, Absolutely. look for the look for those insights in your business, the positive stuff 
Um, bring that back to your team. I hope I, I, we didn't really talk about this, but bringing those positive ones back to your team as, as experiences that customers have had, that's also a great, a great idea. Talk about the actual managing the page aspect for somebody. I, I'm sure, yeah, you log in, you claim the page, you start changing some data. I'm sure there's tons and tons of free opportunities. There may be some enhanced opportunities. What does that look like? Yeah. So let's start with the free stuff because that really is my bread and butter. And that's a vast majority of what business owners can do on Yelp. And really it starts by claiming, like you mentioned, at business.yelp.com or just logging into your profile, which you maybe haven't done in a while. When you log in, you're going to see a graph in front of you as well as a toolbar on the left-hand side. The graph is great for data. It tells you up to two years in the past how many people look at your Yelp page. Do they click through to your website? Have they called you? So you can get a lot of data and information there to start with. Then you want to go into the business information tab and really complete that profile. What do I mean by that? There's an about the business section. There's a meet the owner or manager section. There's a history. These are all areas where you can put keywords and phrases for what you offer that'll help you appear in search results. Now, this isn't like Google AdWords. You don't want to just write a bunch of keywords separated by comma. You want to actually write a description in sentence form. But make sure to highlight the menu items or the things that you really want to be found for in those areas. Photos and photo captions are another really important and impactful area that you can leverage for free. You can upload unlimited photos to your page. And particularly for my restaurant tours, I want you to have a picture of every menu item and I want it labeled how it's labeled on the menu. Consumers aren't always the best at putting the best photos on there for you or labeling them appropriately. So make sure you do that as a bare minimum. The other thing that you can do is you can actually use some paid profile enhancements to change the way you look. For example, removing competitors from your page or adding a call to action button that could link through to reservations or an online scheduler. You also have the ability to use a product called Connect. Connect is almost like social media posts on an Instagram, for example, but it goes directly to diners who are already connected with you on Yelp. So every business on Yelp already has a built-in network, people who have visited their Yelp page before, maybe bookmarked it. And when they do a connect post, let's say to promote a menu item or a special, that'll get sent directly to those users and it'll also get displayed on the Yelp page. So it's a really great way to get strategic about what information you want to push to a potential customer or diner. And then of course we have guest manager, which is essentially the way that we support restaurants who want to run their front and back of house on one of our products. So that includes reservations, typical reservation system, as well as waitlist, which is a really cool feature. It allows your diners to get on your digital waitlist before they're physically in your business. Very popular for brunch or spots that have super long waits. Imagine I'm here at home checking the wait on my phone for a brunch spot nearby. Can I add myself to the waitlist? And in the 10 minutes it takes me to drive there, I can be essentially waiting in line to shorten my wait time at the restaurant. So that's kind of the free and then into the paid products. I think the most important thing when we talk about management of the profile is turning on those actual notifications and making sure that you have a system for how frequently you're logging into that account.
Okay. I want to follow up with a couple questions there. The first, first of all, that's a lot of good enhancements. The waitlist stuff I love as a customer going back 10 years. Yeah, there was beepers and stuff, but it's gotten so much more efficient. So I, I as a user, if you're a restaurant, listen to this, users like the waitlist, do it if you, if you haven't implemented that. Um, you talked about photos. Is there video opportunities as well? Uh, can customers load videos? Is it? Oh, really? Okay. So uh, the, as a restaurateur, I really like the power of video. Do you suggest that? It's a good question. So on our platform, on the free side, you cannot upload video as a business owner. Now, consumers can upload video. It's all very short form. Okay. And so you essentially could upload video to your page from a user profile, right? Now, I don't recommend doing that as one of your servers, for example, because then the only way it can get removed is through that user. So if you wanted to add photo to your page, maybe as the owner, I think you could do it from your own account, but it is a paid option. So okay. our advertisers get that video feature. There's even an offering to have it recorded locally using a team that Yelp sends out. Mm -hmm. So that is for our advertisers to have that, you know, professionally curated video that's on their profile. The other thing I would say in general is video is extremely powerful to your point, Jamie. And yeah. that means Instagram, right? That means Facebook. That means even getting on TikTok for a lot of my restaurant tours. And so on Yelp, I want you to think of it more as photo driven and information driven. It's not a site where every day you're posting something new. It's more that having the information accurate, having your notifications turned on and going in to update that profile when things are new or changing. But I totally agree with you on the power of video. And I think there's so much power as entrepreneurs and particularly restaurant tours yeah. in just using that photo app on your phone. So, you know, really avoiding that overly commercialized or uh, staged type of content and just whipping that mobile device out and recording video or photos in your establishment to share on social and to really use to promote your business. Something I've seen restaurateurs do that I love is taking a review that they've received and turning it into a reel, for example. Okay. So maybe filming their business and then putting that review overlaid on top of the visual to really kind of connect the dots between consumers being in the business and sharing their reviews as a way to almost remind or uh, you know, point out to other consumers that you would love to hear their experience as well. Yeah. The power of a testimonial at the end of the day, that's what a review is, right? I mean, it's a, it's a testimonial and so forth. So we've hit on a lot. Uh, I want to do, give you a chance. Is there anything in parting that you want to add that I, I didn't ask or I didn't hit on, um, send them to the websites again. What do you think in closing up? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is remember that if you don't have the time or energy to manage your Yelp account, you want to give that to someone on your team, right? And that could be your child, if you have one who helps you with your social stuff, that could be your hostess. It could just be a kitchen member that likes to take photos and wants to take on a little bit of extra work. But being proactive and being a part of the conversation is extremely important. So what you don't want to do is just let your online presence be run by your reviewers, be run by your consumers. You want to play an active role in that. And that's all going to start by going to business.yelp.com. The other thing I want to point out is when the information on your Yelp page is accurate, 
that automatically updates a ton of your online presence sites, almost everything besides Google, to be honest. So that'll update Bing, Yahoo, that'll pull all the data into Apple Maps. It's in many vehicles, GPS systems. All that Yelp information and data is being pulled in other places. So making sure it's accurate on Yelp is extremely important. The last thing I would point to is I do have a podcast in partnership with Entrepreneur Magazine called Behind the Review. It's a great resource if you want to hear firsthand from a business owner how they manage their reviews, what they do in their business to influence their reviews and their reputation. Each episode is about 15 to 25 minutes, so I say it's great. Great for if you're walking the dog or driving into your restaurant in the morning. It's very laid back, but it is that firsthand experience of what businesses do, as well as what their consumers do and what motivates them to share their experiences as well. Good. Yeah. I was, I was glad, glad you pointed that out. I wanted to get folks over to your podcast to check that out. It's a fun, fun format for you to run there. I also uh, jotted down that data, that data stuff. If it's in there, right. Having it pulled to the other resources is very effective. I know, again, going back to me as a user, and of course we all have these, these devices, mine's charging right now, but um, we use it to find your restaurant. So when I pull it up, I want to see the right data. I want to see, I want to see the pictures. I want to see the storytelling. It's how I'm making a decision. I, especially as we travel a lot as, as a family, if I'm in a new city, there's, I pull the thing up. I got certainly got 25, 50, a hundred choices. Why am I going to choose you? What's the thing that it's going to be? So yeah, use the tools you have at your disposal with these folks, as well as there's certainly other resources as well, but uh, manage your online presence for sure. So, all right, let's, uh, let's uh, go to wrap. Uh, Emily, thank you so much. Tons of great tips. I appreciate you. This has been Emily Washkovic of Yelp. You can find more about them and how they help manage your uh, reviews and resources at business.yelp.com. For more great marketing and service and people and tech tips, stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Jamie. Great to be here. Appreciate it.